Welcome to another episode of Let's Discuss It Podcast. We're sitting here with Miss Katie Garibaldi from California. Well, she's actually in California right now, but you originate from Nashville, don't you? Uh, no, I'm from California, but I'm just in Nashville a lot. <laughs> yeah, because I know a lot of your stuff um, when it comes down to the music and you, the kind of music that you actually do. Let's go ahead and jump into the music. So the music that you actually do is really uplifting, really Christian. How do you describe your music? Um, yeah, I usually describe it as Americana as far as the style, but mm-hmm. I've definitely been called a Christian artist and I do have, you know, a lot of songs about spirituality and faith. Um, so yeah, I, I do have that element in my music as well. Do you feel like the Christian element that people are trying to categorize you as, do you feel the need to correct it or do you feel like however people perceive your music because like you write your music and record it so people can basically hear your story or hear how you're feeling and what emotion you're going through do you ever feel like it doesn't really matter how they categorize it as long as they get an understanding of you yeah totally i i don't mind at all whatever category um is put (laughs) on it the christian thing is totally cool with me and um i i definitely struggled with that for a little bit because I was scared that or not scared but just a little kind of worried that maybe it would turn some people off if I wrote just like a straight out song you know about Jesus and then it's like oh there goes half the audience but um you know I mean it, it wasn't like too big of a struggle but it was definitely something I thought about and like oh like should I play this song live I don't know how it's going to be received Mm -hmm. um but it you know, it's just true to who I am and what I was feeling in the, in the moment when I, whenever I wrote those songs. And right. I've actually gotten a much more positive response than I thought. Like when I play those songs live, a lot of people connect with that and they're, they come up to me afterwards like, wow, you know, like I, I can relate to this because this is my experience, X, Y, Z, you know. Yeah. So um, it did actually open up more windows of opportunity to connect with people as opposed to closing them in my experience well it's almost it's almost like you write your stories so people can basically fit their situation to your story in some way or another because you know when you grow up and you're listening to music whatever music you were listening to growing up maybe it was like maybe pop music christian music uh hip-hop music r&b music a lot of songs that were written people can kind of be like you know what i kind of feel where they were going in this direction that may not be where the song was you know was intended for but this is how i feel about the song do you ever feel like a lot of your songs i've heard i've I've listened to a lot of your music since i was you know approached by you and i love how you your 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 music is so based on inspirational like you try to be so inspirational you try to be so uplifting because every song you have is positive have you had one song that you've written that you feel that is more of something that you took to heart like maybe it was an emotional song that you sat in the studio and you wrote it and you're like you know what I'm really going through something really tough in my life and I'm going to write about it and maybe people can kind of people who are going through it can get something from it but is there is there any songs that you've written that you that you've listened to and like you play back and you can play back that studio session and like feel something from it oh yeah definitely um a lot of songs I You know, it's like, it's a very emotional experience to like record songs that I've written and and to hear them come to life, you know, and it's kind of like a snapshot of what I was going through when I wrote it. 
So yeah. whether it's like positive or negative, like like you said, I always try to um, weave in a sense of hope through my songs. Mm-hmm. So even if it is kind of a sad song, I'll try to weave in this element of keeping the faith and that it's not over yet, you know, just keep going. And um, I, like, I'm not sure if this is what you're asking, but one song comes to mind in particular mm-hmm. um, called Our Home Awaits Us, which is on my latest album, which is like more of a holiday themed mm-hmm. album, um, Home Sweet Christmas. But there's also some spiritual songs on there. And it's actually a song I wrote when I was younger, when I was first starting to play guitar as a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's all about, um, you know, heaven and the afterlife and, you know, a whole other beautiful life awaits us when we leave here. And um, I I think I must have wrote that when, you know, being so young, because maybe I just felt like kind of alone and just like, you know, maybe misunderstood and it was just a way to channel those emotions like you know that we're never really alone you know I I believe God is always with us so absolutely did you ever feel growing up that you were an actual loner oh definitely yeah (laughs) you know a lot of great artists I was talking to a country artist here from um Jackson Tennessee his name is Will Burton um, a lot of his songs were what I call situational songs is what he was going through and what he wrote about that made such great music and he told me in high school that he didn't pick up singing until after he got out of high school which is weird because if you have a musical talent wouldn't you feel like that was a good icebreaker or maybe that will kind of keep you or keep you in the crowds or maybe introduce you to some new crowds. Do you ever feel, did you grow up in like a secluded, did you feel like an outcast? Did you feel like a loner? Did you feel like maybe you weren't in a clique per se and that's what kind of helped you pursue this type of thing? I think so, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely like a shy person at heart and especially when I was younger. And, you know, high school is very clicky and um, I was always just kind of, kind of just kept to myself a little bit I mean I like I had friends and stuff but um you know when when people would be doing things after school like going to parties or going to this and that I just couldn't wait to get home and go in my room and pick up my guitar and write a song you know so that was sort of my day-to-day and that was a little isolating you know but it was just it was just who I was you know so music was definitely um a a big deal for me as a teenager for sure absolutely well you know with it just being music you've never had a nine-to-five job correct <laughs> not really <laughs> no um I, I I've had had like jobs here and there um but not not like a true profession outside of music so music has always been your main focus. It seems like since you, you know, got out of high school, it seemed like you pursued it head on where some people would get a nine to five and then pursue music. You know, it was almost like the energy was half there, half not. But you jumped in full force with it to pursue it. And like it's taking you places, right? I mean, you've had you had a song on the top 40 chart, you know, right off that Rooted Clarity song. I mean, a Rooted, Rooted Clarity album. That's right. Yeah, my song, I Am. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, from a young age, I just, I knew music was my passion and I, I did go to college. I studied uh, communications and marketing because I wanted to learn everything I could about how to market myself and, you know, run my own company as an artist. And, um, but I, 
you know, I didn't want to really have a backup plan. You know, I didn't want to be like, well, let me do this. So if music doesn't work out, I'll do this. You know, I really wanted to give it a fair shot and just put everything into it um, straight out of high school. So, yeah, that's what I did. And if, talk about taking it full force and, and putting it all into it. Like you're you're married, right? I am. Yeah. How long you been married? Seven years. How has it been for your husband to adjust to the musician lifestyle? Because it's not easy. You know, you do tours, you do shows. You know, it, it's something that a lot of people can't accustom to because it's such a difficult transition between coming home and seeing somebody after work and, you know, how that would happen normally on a daily basis. Dealing with, a, you know, when you're dealing with a musician, you can go two or three days, maybe weeks without seeing them because they're they're out promoting music, doing tours, you know, doing shows in different states. Like, how has it been for y'all? Yeah, that's true. Um, he has always been supportive of my career. And, uh, you know, we met at such a young age that I was already playing shows. I was doing little mini tours. So he knew how it was and he knows that this is my passion and it's all, always been a part of me. So um, it's not like <laughs> it's not like we got married and all of a sudden I'm like, well, see, ya, I'm going on tour. <laughs> so he knew he knew, he knew what was <laughs> he, happening then. He knew what he was getting into. And um, yeah, he's a he's a very good person and very supportive. So when I was doing research on you, is it true that not only is she your biggest influence, but she helped you learn to practice the guitar with Jewel? Yeah, she was a very big influence. Um, I I've met her a few times, but um, no, she didn't. She didn't give me like lessons or anything, but um just kind of like uh her debut album came out right when I first started learning guitar and so it was a huge inspiration for me because just the way her style is and um she kind of like she doesn't really do things by the book she kind of like will invent little guitar chord inversions and um, ebb and flow with the way she plays and I think that really influenced me when I first started learning um, and taking lessons and <laughs> something my my guitar teacher I don't know if he liked or didn't like because you know I could I just kind of wanted to do my own thing and like learn the basics and then just like have the creative you know wide open space to do what I wanted Oh, that is. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't the best student, but you know, he he let he let me experiment. Uh, but yeah, definitely, Jewel was a huge influence on me. Yeah. So for any upcoming artists that are you know younger or people who are still doing it or or getting into it and they're maybe a little older, what advice can you give someone who is trying to do the whole tour thing, who's trying to do the whole performing at clubs things or shows? Like what is the most exhausting thing that gets you that you can maybe give advice to somebody else who might be wanting to do that? Um I would say a couple things. I'm a big fan of mini tours so like you know I think some people just starting out might be intimidated with the with the concept of touring because they think oh I gotta go you know do this three month or six month thing or go to Europe right away and um, I, I really believe in just like taking a weekend here or there or like you know a short week or five nights somewhere um, and just do a regular run like you know maybe it's just a few hours outside of your hometown or something and you can go back and forth on a regular basis and just start um 
building up, you know, new fans and getting your music to new ears and eyes. And um, it doesn't have to be this big, intimidating, costly thing because it can add up, obviously, hotel costs and things like that. Um, so definitely the mini tours. And I've also learned that um, I think a lot of music industry people recommend building your home base audience first and then touring, um, which definitely is valid advice. However, sometimes your audience is not in your hometown. Sometimes like the style of music you're playing, you you might find an audience in another city or another state or another country that is going to be much more successful to you, uh, mm -hmm. uniquely you. So I, I wouldn't be afraid to just get out there and explore different places as opposed to just working on your hometown first. And a lot of local artists, they never want to leave their hometown. So it's kind of crazy how that happens. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that you know when it comes down to playing hometown and playing local shows they're kind of content with playing local shows and um they need to branch out you know they need to ex you know experience the the touring and and how all that happens and like the advice that you're giving is great like branch out try to learn new things try to see different places try to you know connect with new artists and try to learn from what people you know that they may meet or may see and learn from the experiences they learn from um, do you ever feel like maybe when it comes to your music, have you ever tried to branch out as far as genre? Um, not, uh, not very dramatically. I've always kind of been a folky based artist, um, you know, but I definitely am looking forward to branching out actually on my new album, which I'm working on now, um, I'm just kind of still working on the demos, but I'm planning on going to the studio this this year, spring or summer. Um, and I'm really looking forward to like experimenting with new sounds and just different ways of arranging things. So mm -hmm. I think it'll be like a fresh new um, sound for me. But yeah, I mean, I think every album's kind of evolved in its sound, you know, depending so on what I'm doing. So tell me, what are you trying to go into doing in 2020? With it being a new decade, uh, do you feel like it's going to be a new you? Maybe a new, you're bringing some type of new energy. You know, what what are you bringing to the table for 2020 for your listeners? Yeah, I think there's definitely a feeling of new energy with this album. I kind of took all of 2019 to write it. Um, I didn't <laughs> know it was going to take as long to write, but I just kept getting new inspirations and um, you know, took the time to really take that creative space to write. And so now I'm looking forward to like really experimenting and bring, bringing these songs to life in a new way. And yeah, just, just going for it and seeing what, what happens. <laughs> so have you ever had a, um, you know, everybody's had them, but have, have you ever had a really bad experience as far as a show? Maybe, you know, some equipment didn't work or maybe a microphone was off or have you ever had one of those instances that maybe people don't believe really happens to artists? Oh, so many, but let me see if I can think <laughs> of something. <laughs> um, you know, um, I, I mean, I've definitely had like, the gigs where it's just like 
really loud loud bar or something and like i'm like you can't even you can't even hear the music um (laughs) i i can't think of like horror stories at the moment i know they're there i know they've happened um there i did have a a miracle story once i could tell you that that i'm thinking of there was a for one of my shows it was actually the CD release party, and it was like one of my biggest shows to date up until that point um, a few years ago. And it was in San Francisco, and just this huge show I was planning. And just a couple of days before, I completely lost my voice. And oh my I God. don't know, I think it was like the stress, you know, or something. And like, I literally couldn't talk at all. And so, um, <laughs> I I didn't I just didn't talk for like two days and and even me and my band rehearsed and I just you know did the guitar and didn't sing and so we basically had like no rehearsal for the biggest Mm -hmm. show ever and then um the night of the show I the day of the show I still didn't have a voice and all the way up until I got up on stage and I just thought well whatever happens happens and um i was just <laughs> i was i was able to sing i opened my mouth and i was able to sing and it was like one of the best shows ever and it was like literally a miracle from god cuz i don't i don't know still how that was possible but it happened it was perfect timing uh a miracle, like you said a miracle from god like a, a really good just almost a stroke of luck that you were able to get overcome losing your voice and actually singing on the day that you're supposed to um, you were recently at an award show. You want to talk to me about that? Uh, the one I went to last week? Yes. But, um, yeah, that was the, it's called the Guild of Music Supervisors Awards. Mm-hmm. And it's for uh, music supervisors who are the people that place music on film and TV. Um, right. Which I'm really interested in that whole world. And there's so many good, talented people and um you know, not a lot of people know about them. They they don't give them credit or they don't realize how much work goes into placing a song into a movie or a trailer and things like that. So it was cool. I got to see um, the award show and some great performers. Um, Emmylou Harris played live, which was cool. Oh, wow. Um, and Burt Bacharach. It was mm-hmm. like kind of amazing. So yeah, it was a fun time. Yeah. Do you ever get nervous when you go to shows like that or maybe starstruck when you see someone that you never thought you'd meet? Like, I, you know, you said that, you know, Jewel was an inspiration for you early on. Did you ever think ever in your life that you were able to actually meet her a few times? Oh, no. Like, when I was younger, I I wanted to be her, but I felt like, <laughs> you know, yeah, but, but yeah, I've, I've definitely had my moments of being starstruck and, uh, you know, have to push myself to be like, okay, I got to talk to this person, Um, you know, because, yeah, there's just, there's a lot of good people out there who I think, you know, people who are like famous or well-known, you might think like, Mm -hmm. oh, they won't talk to me or I'll have nothing to say. But, you know, you'd be surprised. Usually if you approach someone and just say, you know, you're an inspiration to me or I have questions for them, in my experience, people are mostly very nice, and yeah, they'll talk to you. <laughs> that's that's great that you have such great experiences with people. I had um, 
a news anchor here that's actually from Jackson that went to like I think the Grammys and the Emmys and stuff like that that would do red carpet interviews and she said that you know she met a few people like a bunch of celebrities that who she would never have thought would have been the rudest people that she's ever met and it's and she was like you know there's some good ones that you never thought would be so nice and pleasant and talk to you and then you'll see some ones who who were just so not down to earth and they were snotty about you know talking to people who you know the press and stuff like that and so to hear that you have such good experiences that you know the award shows that you attend and the people that you meet you know with the traveling you do and you know speaking with traveling like you travel for you know your shows and stuff like does it exhaust you like because i mean you're 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 on a different time zone you know the you know the weight of travel the exhaustion of travel and then you're having to perform how much does that actually weigh on you when you travel it can be tiring. Um, I I generally don't mind the road. I don't mind driving. I don't mind planes. You know, um, I enjoy it, but um, it does take a lot of energy. So usually when I'm done with an event or a gig or something like that night or that next morning, I'm definitely like needing my downtime just to read or like kind of recharge, you know, to, to mm-hmm. get the energy back for sure. Well, I feel like your music is is such is such a needed thing in 2020 with everything that we have going on. Like we need people who are wanting to be inspirational. We need people who are bringing positive vibes. We need people who are trying to, you know, like you said in some songs, you know, you'll, you know, I think that one song I am I personally see it as as a Christian song because to me it feels like it was written about faith. And I could be wrong. That's just how I feel about it but um it you know, was yeah you're right oh was it really <laughs> okay <laughs> um so you know when i hear that kind of music and i hear how uplifting it is <clears throat> and with the kind of music that's going around now it's so crazy because it's like this the really good cultural music that people are putting out is getting overlooked by the saturated music that's being on a day-to-day basis you know people are listening to the same old thing but they're not wanting to branch out to 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 good cultural music and i feel like your music is doing that i feel like you know we spent most of this interview trying to get to know you as a person trying to get to know how you deal with things and how you see things and your perspectives because people want to learn about the artist you know your music to me speaks for itself i could sit here and talk about oh well, i could talk about this song and play this song and do this but your music speaks for itself <clears throat> sorry your music speaks for itself so well that it's self-explanatory and i just want people to get to know the artist i want people to get to know the musician that is sitting in those long hour studios and writing this music do you ever feel like your music is ever underrated oh um you know, it's definitely, it can be a struggle as a, as an independent artist to, like you said, cut through all the commercial music that's out there. Um, so I don't, I don't know about underrated. I would just say it's, it can be a struggle to get the kind of exposure that's needed to reach, you know, a wider audience all the time, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm definitely grateful for people that do appreciate it. And I appreciate you saying all that and doing this podcast that helps artists and and people to, you know, get their messages out and get their work out there. It's awesome. I, I just I don't understand why. Maybe it's because I'm an old soul, you know, I just feel like when you have someone who is like all great artists, 
you know, whether they're the kind of like you said, commercial ones or the independent ones, they all start from somewhere. They all start grounded. They all start, you know, completely, completely, you know, almost like green to the to the music because they want to make it. So what they do is they 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 are, you know, they're themselves. They 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 speak on true experiences, they talk about their situations, they they put a lot of emotion into it and once they make it and they, you know, start becoming more commercial, then they start going to what's more popular. When you have artists who stay grounded like you and who stay to the plan and stay to their roots, like that is so hard to come by cuz people love roots. People love people who can speak and sing and play and it be completely authentic that they won't skip a beat on how they perform because that you know studio performances and live performances they're they're way different you know they never they never sound the same but with your music and how you do it you always sound the same because you really you really are about that type of authenticity you know so it's it's really good to see someone like you doing it I appreciate, you know, the people who reached out to me about you. Now I added you to my playlist on Apple Music. You know, I got to Thanks. spread your mu- <laughs> You're welcome. I got to spread your music around to people, who, you know, who may not have heard of you. And, like, people just, it's just, that's kind of how it works. You know, you get people interested into the artist. And, like, that's what I wanted this interview to be about. It's about the artist. And um, so is there anything you'd like to tell the listeners about you that maybe you you know, kind of give them a, like, give them a little bit about yourself, maybe about your personality, you know, what do you like to do for fun? Um, you know, fun for me is, like, sitting and reading books all day, (laughs) so I'm not a big extroverted person, but, (laughs) um, I, I definitely love reading, um, I love cooking and baking as well, those are my, my fun things, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I I would say I'm a naturally like shy person, but mm-hmm. I'm 100% like myself when I'm doing music, whether it's in the studio or especially live. And right. I love I love connecting with people through music. I love that, you know, we can all kind of speak the same language when it comes to that because we all go through the same things, same emotions, mm. and um music just kind of reminds us that we're all in this together and I love that so well I I love I love 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 what you do I love that you know your music is actually out there for people to listen to if you want to listen to it's Katie Garibaldi on um Apple Music I believe you have it on Spotify maybe I think I saw it on that yeah and so in any really any any platform um her YouTube channel has her music videos I like to promote the music videos her music you know anything that she may have just google her get on google type in her name Katie Garibaldi and just and just go to her website and listen to everything you know you can find and just be interested in this artist I really think you know what you're doing is great I love it uh I'm gonna you know continue to promote it I'm gonna continue to spread the vibes on what you're doing and I really appreciate you coming in on this interview Uh, I'm sorry my brother wasn't here he was so excited to talk but Uh you know talk to you because we you know like I said we've been researching you and we had questions and you know it's it's just you know with the sickness of the flu stuff going around you know I felt it was better for him to save his voice and his energy and rest oh yeah uh, definitely he did he (laughs) yeah he did say he wanted to tell me to tell you hi so um, hi thank you feel better uh, (laughs) <laughs> thank you so much katie garibaldi for doing this interview thank you for your management for getting out you know reaching out to me um keep doing what you're doing i support it i love it um i look forward to all your new stuff uh please when you do your new album please send it i would love to play it on my show you know for you know for 
artists. I like to play it on my show for new guests and some musicians that I bring in. And uh, thank you so much for this interview. This is Let's Just Discuss It with Jay and Ant. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, anything you can find it on. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah,